the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. I heard something at church yesterday that just shocked me. And I could not believe I had not heard about this before. Uh, and, and by the way, let me let me just throw this out. Uh, it is rare that I talk about the ministry that Joy and I have, Cross Power Ministries. Occasionally, I tell you where we're going to be and invite you to check out our website and tell you we'd love to come to your church, but not very often. And I also don't talk a whole lot about our home church. Now, I was senior pastor for 25 years of a wonderful church over in Westerville that continues, and I'm just thrilled that they're thriving and doing well in Westerville. Uh, But for the last 22 years, Joy and I have had cross power, and so I'm not in a leadership role in a local church. Well, a long time ago, we we joined Genoa Baptist in Westerville, and I don't talk a whole lot about it because I don't want to seem to favor this church or that church, uh, but occasionally I will, and I just have to say, I was so thrilled yesterday at Pastor Frank Carl's stance on life, abortion, moral issues, the uh, proposed constitutional amendment that would make abortion legal up until almost the day of birth, uh, could very possibly open the door for children to have sexual mutilation surgeries without their parents' consent, and uh Man, he took a very compassionate but strong, uncompromising stand for life. And Joy and I were just sitting there, and I'm just thinking, we are so glad we're a part of this church. In addition, the choir, oh my goodness, yesterday. Now, this is just me personally. I don't understand why churches have given up on choirs. Even small churches. I just, I don't get why churches have given up on choirs. And I'll just leave it at that. But the choir yesterday, oh my goodness. But uh, Pastor Carl took a considerable amount of time and on Mother's Day, to talk about abortion. What a what an appropriate time to talk about life and the importance of life. And um, it was compassionate, 
but it was courageous. And um, I just pray that you are a part of a church with a pastor who is courageous enough to not get involved in politics. I pastored for 25 years. I would never, ever, ever have endorsed a political candidate from my pulpit. I know others do, but I never would have. Never. And uh, Pastor Carl made it very clear. He would never do the same either. But on moral issues like life and abortion and the family, um, I was just so proud in a godly sense that we are part of a church that has not compromised on these issues and are not trying to appease everyone. So anyway, uh, during the service, uh, Catherine Woods, who is a regular guest on my program, founder of uh, Relationships Under Construction, Delaware County Pregnancy Center, she had a portion of the service as well, just to kind of bring us up to date on this. And when she was speaking, she said something that just shocked me. I didn't know about it. The state of Illinois has passed legislation that has the potential to shut down every pregnancy center in the state of Illinois. And I was sitting there going, what? I didn't hear that. I didn't know that. So when I began discovering stories and looking into the news of the day, I thought, I got to check that out. And it is true. It is true. Uh, Dateline, Springfield, Illinois, and this is from a completely secular source. This is from a local newspaper over in Illinois. Quote, Illinois would become one of the first states to make so-called, you can tell this is a secular newspaper, Illinois would become one of the first states to make so-called crisis pregnancy centers subject to the same consumer fraud standards as car dealerships, retailers, and service-based businesses under a bill that will be heading to Governor J.B. Pritzker's desk, and he has said he will sign it. And the bill is written in such broad language that if a pregnancy center, crisis pregnancy center, does not give all of the information about abortion, where to get an abortion, how to get an abortion, what it will cost, and so forth, then if they call themselves a pregnancy center, they can be charged with fraud and fined heavily or shut down by the state of Illinois. Listen to this, and again, this is from a secular newspaper. Democrats working to expand Illinois' role as a haven for abortion seekers in the wake of the U.S. Supreme Court's decision last summer overturning Roe v. Wade. CPCS often, this is, this is pregnancy centers, and I'm quoting, often intentionally deceive those who are trying to end their pregnancies. This is a newspaper saying, those pregnancy centers, they, and and again, I'm quoting, often 
intentionally deceive those who are trying to end their pregnancies. Uh, Under SB 1909, the Attorney General's office can investigate crisis pregnancy centers and take them to court. Alternatively, individuals can also sue the facilities under the state's longstanding consumer fraud law. And I think what makes it worse is volunteers and staff at crisis pregnancy centers, and by the way, most of them depend heavily on volunteers. The individuals can be charged with fraud. Some woman can say, I wanted an abortion, and I went to this crisis pregnancy center, and this lady gave me uh, an ultrasound and told me that I should uh, give birth, and uh, she never told me about abortion. I was fooled. It's a fraud. And that individual can be charged with a crime. Can you imagine what that's going to do? to recruiting of volunteers at crisis centers in the state of Illinois. And the article goes on in very derogatory language about crisis pregnancy centers. And the uh, local newspapers basically say it's about time we got those places under control. We're going to put them out of business. And that's exactly what the governor and the Democrats in the state of Illinois want to do. They want to drive crisis pregnancy centers out of their state. What are these centers doing? Truly, genuinely helping women, loving women, supporting women during their pregnancy and after the child is born. And yet, it looks like this is going to become law in Illinois very, very soon. And... It depends on how aggressive the Attorney General is. This could, this has the potential to drive most pregnancy centers out of the state of Illinois. What do they stand for? Life! They stand for life! The liberals in Illinois want to destroy centers standing for life. They want to support the centers supporting death. Think about it. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. Oh, it is a nutty world. It really is. Here's a local story. Um, you could go. You could go all across America and find little creeks and streams and rivers called Run, Turkey Run, Mill Run. Uh, uh, oh, I'm trying to think of others. It's a very common name for a creek, a stream, a river. There are probably hundreds of turkey runs and mill run. and Well, here in central Ohio, we have Indian run. Well, not everybody's happy about it. You say, huh, what? Here is a guest editorial in the Columbus Dispatch. 
and I'm not making this up. I have it in my hand. Headline, Dublin, this is Dublin, Ohio, city of Dublin. Dublin should stop using Indian run. The name is racist. Huh? What? It's racist? Yep. And I quote, As people of color are well aware, racism does not always present itself as explicitly as burning crosses and yelling slurs. It can be as subtle as lingering dirty looks and petty remarks, or even the unquestioned presence of dated and offensive terms in the landscape, as is the case of Indian-run elementary school, Indian-run falls, Indian-run Methodist church, Indian-run cemetery, and a variety of other public and private properties with the name Indian-run in Dublin. I said, really? You don't have anything better to do? And then it goes on about Dublin as a city where all are welcome, safe, valued, engaged, blah, 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 blah. The uh, guest columnist for the Columbus Dispatch continues. However, in order for Dublin to embrace diversity, equity, uh, you got to see that. Remember, folks, if you see the word equity, run. In order for Dublin to embrace diversity, equity, and inclusion, the suburb must push back against the structural racism that it was founded upon. Um, I'm just curious, any of you folks that live over in Dublin, did you know that your city was based on structural racism? Did you know that? Hmm. I don't live in Dublin, but I didn't know that. And then this. The term Indian to refer to Native Americans is offensive. Really? Don't we still refer to American Indians? When and how did the word Indian become offensive? American Indian. If that if that is now racist, I didn't get the memo, and I'm, I'm not, no, I I did not get the memo. Well, Bob, what about the Cleveland Indians? Well, supposedly that was because of Chief Wahoo, and they were making fun of Indians, and the cartoon character of Chief Wahoo was degrading. To I I never heard that it was just the word Indians. And this is Indian run. It's a creek. It's a river. It's a it's a it's a run. Uh, and then the uh, columnist says the name run can be read to insidiously acknowledge the displacement of American or Native Americans, as in they better run. Or look at them run. That's dumb. You mean Turkey Run and Mill Run is because mills had had to run, or turkeys had to run? 
Oh, my goodness. Uh, Indian run exemplifies the fact that some people are readily welcomed into Dublin's community while others are perpetually excluded. We cannot grow indifferent to this violence just because that's how it always was. Who is being excluded? And what violence? What are you talking about? The Cleveland Guardians changed their name from the Indians and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I mean, some people, honestly, I mean, they get up in the morning and they look around and say, hmm, what could offend me today? Let me see. Hmm. I got to think. I got to think really hard. What could offend me today? Before the day is over, I know I can become offended by something. Get a life. Hey, have, have a great evening. But please, please remember whose you are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.